right, we're back. It's been a, is we've been having a hell of a time getting this episode ready. Uh, this week, it's Maverick's pick. Yep. Um, and he picked old from 2021, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah, and which I did not know that I knew it, and I he wrote the screenplay for this movie, but this movie is adapted from a graphic novel written by I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he did write the screenplay, um, and the only reason I was wondering that is because despite what like you know you could be like it, if you like M Night Shyamalan movies or not. Like, I was like, man, this guy comes up with a lot of different ideas. You know, like The Happening with Mark Wahlberg and them, The Sixth Sense. Uh, you know, what was that movie with uh, McAvoy? Split? The Mr. Glass and all them, you know? But anyway, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, and Maverick picked this movie not because he thought it was going to be good, but because he told me he was in a bad mood and wanted to shit on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my words. So, uh, Maverick, what do you feel about uh, old? Uh, I, the premise was good, even though it, like I feel like it's a little cheesy. Um, The movie was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um. I'm going to give it a five. A five. Yeah, five. I'm good with a five. Yeah. Um, I went into the... I went into this <laughs> with no uh, expectations either. Uh, and then by the end of it, I was like, man, that was kind of good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I'm going to rock a seven for old. I, I enjoyed okay. it. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, there there's stuff, you know, that I don't I didn't like about it, but you know, uh Some, sometimes I don't know if you got it, but sometimes like the acting would slip. I don't know if you got that. The acting though can I point out who I thought was the main suspect, which was the guy who was the like the nurse, the Asian dude or whatever. Really? There was well, sometimes like, where he would just lip- he would just his, go his girlfriend we need to go over there. Like- <laughs> yeah yeah his girlfriend did the same thing a couple times and i was like i was like some lines weren't delivered how they should <laughs> right yeah um yeah, i also weird. yeah the kid actors in it are also you know which kid actors what can you do after like the first set spoiler the first set comes and goes and then there's another set yeah, no spoiler warning. yeah and then there's a you know uh, even yeah but anyway, we'll get into it. And hey, happy New Year's, everyone. When this comes out, Mary, it's on New Year's night. So when this comes out, it'll be we're on the, the West Coast. We got two more hours, and it'll be 2022 over Damn, here. 20, I'm getting old. Tom. I'm, we're almost dead, dude. Yeah, we're going to die soon. I took a ride the other day, and I was in the backseat of a car, and I was only sitting for like an hour. And by the end of it, I was like, oh, my legs. <laughs> like, I used to be able to... <laughs> be all clustered up and stuff but uh but anyway let's have some fun talking about old at the end of this episode i have some stuff i would like to rant about (laughs) so (laughs) look forward to that that's always fun uh but we're gonna spoil everything about it so you've been warned uh first off i was hype later on i knew he was in the movie but this is the second time that uh alex wolf 
from Hereditary is on the podcast. He's like the third son. Oh. And I was like, oh shit. He does not uh, slam his face into a desk in this movie. Um, no, to break his nose or whatever. Yeah. He was in a weird spot too because like he was, he's however old he is, but he had to try to act like a kid still, you know? Yeah, like he's six at heart. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell if at the end of the movie, um, if that was him in old makeup or if that was a new person playing him, you know, I think, well, at the end, it was definitely someone else. You think so? Yeah. They had different actors. Okay. I was like, did they just put on old makeup on that Alex Wolf? No, no, no. Yeah. Cause he's a lot taller too. I think Alex Wolf is on the shorter side. Yeah. If that's his, I don't know his name. Guess yeah, that's his name. I don't know. Like the girl, I could tell was definitely different, but the guy they got to play the older version of Alex Wolf was similar was enough yeah. to yeah look like him. And uh, I was like, oh shit! But um, but anyway, the movie opens up, and we're on a bus. Which who travels by? I guess maybe the resort you had to travel by bus. That was how you arrived, maybe on a shuttle. Yeah, or they something? said it was like a remote island. So. Okay. Um, and we're on a bus, and we're introduced to who will be the main characters. Uh, which there's a little girl who's singing, and then her mom is like, "You sing it, girl!" And the girl's like, "Well, I can't sing it now, mom." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" Which, <laughs> that's some total kid stuff. Uh, the mom then says a line that later on in the movie it clicked back to me, and she goes, "Oh." Well, maybe when you're older. And then uh, later oh, on, I was shit. like, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, I don't know their names, whatever family this is. But uh, they're on their way to this remote resort that the mom just says she found online and booked a, uh, a weekend away with the family. Um, they get to the resort. As they get there, we notice that they're putting in all these plants and stuff in flower pots and uh so i just mentioned that because then later that ends up coming back but they're putting flower pots everywhere um they're like lining the walls with these weird little tile looking things um but you don't really think anything of it at that point uh the there was a f- nice moment in the uh, hotel room that I liked where the family was all together and the dad was reading the pamphlet. And he was like, oh, what's this? No kids on the beach. No kids week or whatever. And the kids were like, no, dad or whatever. And I was, it was just a nice little family moment. And, yeah. uh, and I didn't know what was up because he's like playing with the kids on the bed and it pans over to the mom. And she like slowly starts to lose her smile. And I was like, what's going on with that, you know? But, um... The the kids go, the next day they meet up with this other kid who his uncle is the guy who owns the resort and runs the resort. Uh, and immediately the kid whose uncle runs the resort and the, the son in the movie who's the main character uh, make friends and they start hanging out. They're running on the beach and man, they were doing, they just go up to everybody and they're like, what's your name and occupation? <laughs> like, yeah. And they say it's because what's-his-face can remember everyone's name and what they do. Yeah. His memory is crazy. Yeah. 
And so I thought for a minute that that would come in handy later, but then the people who were around for the movie, the most part, we know who they are based on other scenes. So the whole movie, I was trying to figure out why that was there. Um, but then some of the people he talks to, this one guy is like, oh, I'm Jason, I'm a cop or whatever. Uh, so keep that in mind. Because <laughs> that's the only reason this scene is in here. With this yeah. kid asking occupations. Um, so <laughs> then the kids like go out to the, the, the beach and they're swimming. Uh, there's some fish floating by the kids, uh, ankles and shit. He's looking at him. He's like, Oh fish. Uh, and then the fucking, the kid whose uncle owns a resort is like, let's play the truth game. He's like, you go first. So the son is like, I can't do a push up." And then the other kid is like, I have no friends. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Which, uh, that kid really brought the mood down on the truth game. Uh, and then, of course, the kid's like, I'm your friend, you know? He's like, uh, isn't he like, you can come back and live with us or something? He's like, you can come stay with us. At, they're from Philadelphia, I think, is where the family was from. Um, I think so. Yeah. But, uh. Anyway, so they have their day at the beach, and then that night, the parents have a conversation that quickly we, re we realize why the mom stopped smiling, uh, is because basically they're getting divorced. They decided to take one last trip as a family uh, for the kids, and then they were going to tell them. And then also in this conversation, we are slipped a little thing with, we don't know who at the moment, but someone has some illness that's yeah. been there that you know they're like it could have been there for you know years or whatever um but they don't really tell you who it was or what it is they just mention that also they're like let's keep it quiet till after the vacation then they start screaming at each other and it pans to like the next room and the kids can hear all this like crystal clear yeah. through the walls it reminded me of um Fucking It Takes Two when the parents were getting divorced and were like, let's not tell Dumbo, you know? And then you pan up and Dumbo's like right there watching them. And it was like, well, she hears <laughs> all of this. By the way, in case you haven't played that game, the girl's name is not actually Dumbo. But uh, I don't know who gave her that name, Maverick, but <laughs> someone was very rude. Uh, so then the next morning, we're introduced to a uh, another family, which... At the time, I thought it was, uh, like, a daughter and her parents. But then we learned that it's this hot mom who has what looks like a five, six-year-old daughter. Uh, and then across the table from her is her husband, who is an older guy, right? Like, he already looked like he had some gray in hair. Um, and her and his mom are sitting on the other side of the table. And instantly, her character is like bitchy hot mom where she's like i need this calcium protein shake uh and she's like you better have lots of calcium because i have a calcium problem and the guy's like okay you know and then she tells her daughter to sit up you don't want to get a hunchback when you grow up because then you know guys don't like that and it's important to stay hot and stuff and she like makes the waiter lean over to get closer to her tits and she's like pushing them out and stuff she's in one of those i don't even know what you call it but uh it's like that wrap that just goes around, and that's all it is. Oh it just holds up the titties, you know? But anyway, we're introduced to her. Uh, 
And then we're introduced to a uh, random lady who has a seizure in the middle of breakfast and is just freaking out. The older, the husband from the table with the bitchy mom comes over and is like, I'm a doctor. I can take care of this. But her husband is already there, who is the Asian guy I mentioned earlier, who I said might not be the best actor in this movie. Uh, and he's like, he's like, well, I'm her husband and I'm a nurse. You know, I, I got this. And the doctor's like, okay, well, you know, I'll take care of it still. But he doesn't do anything. He's just like, put a pillow under her head. <laughs> and and Move she should go aside. <laughs> yeah, and she should be fine. And the guy was like, "Yeah, thanks." You know. So he walks off. Um. Also, uh, I think it was before this, but also, but the family who are the main characters are greeted by the owner of the resort, who is like, "What are you guys doing today?" And they're like, "Well, the son wants to go jet skiing, and the daughter wants to do anything but jet skiing." So they're like, we don't know what we're doing. And he goes, well, I got a remote private island that no one knows about. Maybe you guys could hang out over there. I'll get someone to take you. And they're like, that sounds great. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Never just accept (laughs) a private island that no one can find hidden by rocks. Like, that's a terrible idea. Uh, But they're like, all right, let's go, you know. These are all like oblivious rich people, by the way. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, also, I forgot to mention the uh, that nighttime before we cut to morning, we get a random scene of uh, this uh, black dude on a beach, and yeah. he's got this girl with him that just starts, like, taking her clothes off, and she looks at him and then goes running towards the beach. Or the water. Yeah, she jumps in the water yeah. and starts swimming. And he starts to follow her, and then it just cuts to black, and then we go to morning time. Um, this movie does a lot of that. A lot of cuts to black that happen in it. Uh, also, it's PG-13, which there's one moment in particular that I wish it was rated R more. Uh, and I'll point that out when we get there. But I feel like this movie could have benefited from some some titties and fucks and stuff you know like well, i don't think so yeah a lot of little children in this movie like oh. hey listen that, oh god well there's there's little children get freaky later I'll... <laughs> yeah that shit was weird but, that you know. yeah so they load up into the van and uh their driver is none other than midnight shama my motherfucker, I said Midnight Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> Their driver is M. Night hey, Shyamalan. Shorts. How's it going? Hey, Shorts. Uh, uh, yeah, so M. Night Shyamalan's their driver. And then as the main family is in the car, they're like, oh, so much for this thing being secret. Because the bitchy mom and her husband and the, and the, the husband's mom load up. And then so does the seizure lady and the nurse. Um, and immediately again, the kid's like, what's your names and occupations, you know? So anyway, we drive to the beach, uh, and they get out and immediately something is weird because M. Night is handing them a ton of food. So much that the guy's like, why are we getting all this food? It seems wasteful. And M. Night is like, ah, well, uh, you got kids. Kids get hungry, you know? Yeah, it's a bunch of 
Like picnic baskets. Picnic baskets of full of food. Food, yeah. Um, I don't think he gave them any extra clothing, and I only mention that because it's weird that later when There's a wardrobe change, right? Yeah, the, like three the times the for the kids. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know. But anyway, they they walk, to, they tread to this beach. They ask M. Night for help because they're like, we got kids and an old lady here. And he's like, oh, I really got to get back, you know, but just follow the path. You'll be there in no time. So they follow the path. And as they get there, it pans over. And we notice that that black dude from the scene uh, before it went to morning is sitting alone on the beach. And it's like, oh, what, what's he doing, you know? Um. So he... Uh, they, they kind of ignore him. They settle down. They get all their stuff ready. Uh, there's a, a scene where the wife is laying down and she starts to read a book. And uh, and she the, the husband, this is the wife, and then they're getting divorced. The husband is like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I guess I'm just going to keep reading, you know? And then he starts to leave and she goes, hey, what book am I reading? And he goes, I don't know. Why do you ask? And she's like, oh, no reason. And I didn't think anything of it then, but now thinking back to it, that was because I think time had, she had forgot what she was reading. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, why would that scene be there? If it, Yeah, that's what I was wondering the whole movie, and I was like, why did she care what book he was reading? I, yeah, but I, met, I imagine that has to be something with it, is like the time, and she forgot. I don't know. I just, like... Cause we know they're splitting up, so I was like, like maybe it's like a. I thought it was a test. Like yeah. he, she's, like he's supposed to know. Like maybe that's a book he gave her or something. You know, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, miss we missed something or. Yeah, uh... but anyway, uh, they carry on their 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 day, and then the daughter of the family who's getting divorced, she looks over and notices the guy sitting by himself, and then she goes, "Hey." That's world famous rapper Midsize Sedan. <laughs> I was yep. like, what? What um, a name. That's a thing with movies is they like to give rappers like these. I know some rappers have some really stupid names. But really? like yeah, but like you're not out here listening to motherfuckers named Midsize Sedan. Like yeah, this little girl's like thirteen, I think. Yeah, like Right? No, she's seven, supposed to oh, be. Oh, she's ah. Uh... Yeah. Like seven or eight, because I know the no the little brother said he's six. The little brother's six. She says she's eleven. Is that what it? I don't know. Think so. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, she she's like mid sized sedan, and I was like, all right, you know, um. But they're like, hey, he's on vacation, you know, don't bother him, right? Yeah, don't bother him. Yeah, so time goes on the kids uh find a bunch of old knives from the resort they're all rusted buried in sand uh like a little a uh, couple feet away from where everyone's set up they also find our doll um and they're like hey there's a bunch of knives and the parents are like uh, don't cut yourself you know they're like stay away uh the little boy goes swimming and as he's swimming, he's like, huh, no fish, you know, because he was all obsessed with the fish swimming around his ankles earlier. Uh, the lady, or uh, then as he's in this little crevasse or whatever, where he's like, hey, there's no fish here. 
something starts to float behind him. And then it bumps into him. And he's like, oh, shit. And he goes running out. And he's like, guys, over here, you know. And they go. And it's the still naked lady from earlier that ran into the water that was with mid-sized sedan. <laughs> yeah, she is dead. Yeah, she is dead as hell. Still naked. Um, <laughs> but dead as hell. <laughs> and uh, mid-sized sedan, this is finally when he walks over. Uh, as he walks over, we notice that he's bleeding from his nose. And yep. he comes over, and his first line in the movie is he just goes, Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, oh, damn. Yeah. And, um immediately like the the husband married to the hot bitchy wife is like i think this guy has something to do with it (laughs) Um, and the guy's like why would i still be standing here if i had something to do with killing her you know um also later uh spoiler the that husband starts to lose his mind a little bit and he gave off some very 2020 vibes of this guy's robbing my house he's a danger this is and i was like yeah Ooh. He, tom tom different generation different generation yeah yeah different generation. yeah that's what i have to say for my grandma every i'm like come on guys well, <laughs> leave my grandma out of this yeah bastard uh but anyway so he's like hey we got a situation i think this guy had something to do with this dead girl all this stuff we go over to the that guy's mom who is like, huh, my chest feels funny, you know? Um, yeah, this this chick's, what, like 70, 80 yeah, years old? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's older, she's up yeah. There. She's like, my chest feels funny. And uh, the her daughter-in-law is like, well, what's going on? And she's like, oh, nothing. I think it's just the stress or the uh, surprise right. from everything that's happening over here, you know? Uh, after that scene, the son walks over to the mom. And he's like, hey, mom, my suit hurts. I, I need to take it off, you know? And just, she's uh, like swimming trunks. Yeah, she's like, oh, just keep it on a little bit." And she goes to touch him and then like she gets this look on her face of like, "What the fuck?" And I think what that was is like she was she looked up at him. And I think he was taller than what she remembered. Um I think that's what happened I, in that scene. I figured like she went to like cuz she grabs his swim trunks. Yeah. And like she notices she pulls on him and notices they're really tight. So she's like, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, and so that, that, they have that weird scene, and the mom's like, what the fuck, you know? Um, oh, I'm sorry, when I said that the seizure lady and her husband got on the van, they didn't. They show up as all of this is happening. They just wander onto the beach. They're like, yeah, we missed the bus earlier, we just got here. And the people are like, did they just drop you off? And they're like, oh, yeah, they just left. And they were like, we need them here. We got a situation, you know. Uh, and uh, they're like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, the wife comes over now and tells the doctor dude that his mom is feeling bad. Something's up with her. And so he's like, oh, OK, I'm going to come check him out, you know. So he goes over to his wife. The nurse dude who just showed up wanders over to this cave-like outcrop. Well, how would you describe it? It's not really a cave, but it's like a fucking... Uh, Really, they were all... They look like caves to me. That's how I'm going to refer to it, probably. But yeah, I don't know if it's technically called a cave. Um, 
But he looks into it and then he starts to go in and as he goes in, the camera gets all distorted and he's like, what the fuck? And then another cut to black and he wakes back up on the beach and all the girls around him like, hey, you just went in there. You came back out holding your head and stuff. You blacked out. And he's like, oh, I don't know what happened. Um, the, uh, the wife then goes and gets her husband, the couple that's splitting up. And she's like, something's up with our kids. Uh, we need to get them to a hospital, but while we're waiting, we have a doctor here, so let's get him to look at our kids. So the, the dad's like, all right, let's, you know, go do that. So they go over and they get the doctor and he's like, listen, something's up with my mom. Is this important? And she's yeah. like, I'm telling you, something is extremely wrong with my, with the kids. I think she even lumps his kid in as well. I'm assuming that's his kid that's with, um, the, the I think blonde so. girl. Um, yeah. It's going to turn out that, like, that's his sister. Because I don't think you ever see them have any affection, you know? Like, do you? Mm. But I assume they were a couple. I assume they were married. I think they were married. Yeah. Huh. But, uh... And so he's like, alright, I'll come, you know, see what's going on. Uh, as they start to head over there, we pan over to the kids. And I really like this part is because you can't see the kids, but you can hear their conversation, and their voices are very different. Like, it's clearly the guy's voice has gotten deeper. The girl's voices, like, they sound more defined. Not deeper, but, you know, like, they have... It's... They've grown up. up. There you go. Thanks, Maverick. Helping me out, buddy. (laughs) And we hear their conversation, and in their conversation, the boy is like, hey... There's a glint up on that hill, and it pans over, and it's like Battlefield Sniper glint <laughs> aiming down. There's, at them. like, two of them. There's, like, two or three, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on up on that hill? Uh, so then the doctor is still walking over, and oh. as he gets about halfway, uh, his wife comes up and is screaming. And it's like, your mom stopped breathing. She was just fine, and then she stopped breathing, you know? So he goes back over there. Starts doing CPR, but it's no use. His mom dies, and he's like, she just couldn't take the the stress of what was going on, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so then, the mom's dead. The seizure lady and the nurse husband are just over, like, on their own little part of the beach trying to ignore all this. And the boy... What was that? <laughs> Fucking... I dropped the... Mason jar and it fell and it fucking <laughs> broke. It was glass did that, everywhere. So. Did that happen just now? Yeah. Oh, like <laughs> a minute ago. Uh, I remember looking at you and you had like a face where you like, like that or something. I was like, what's he doing? Yeah. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to make sure to emphasize it when I edit the podcast view. I don't know if it's in camera, but. It should have been. Yeah. I hit it with my... It was over here. I just hear I fucking... I hit it with my elbow. I hear little crinkles of glass. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm wearing shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the nurse lady and the... Se- or the nurse and the seizure lady are talking to the kids. And uh, he, the guy's like, well, what are your ages? And then uh, he's like, well, let me guess. I'm really good at this. So he points to the guy and he says, you're 11. And then he points to the girl and I think he says, like, you're 12 or whatever. I think 13. Okay. 
And this is where uh, the brother is like, no, I'm six. I'm six. Yeah, and then the girl says whatever her age is. This is my sister Maddox. How old are you guys? I'll guess. I'm good at this. <laughs> You're 11, right, Trent? I'm six. No. Really, are you 10, 11? He's not lying. He's six. I'm specifically six and a quarter. She's 11. And the seizure is like, let's get out of here. People are being weird. <laughs> yeah, they're freaking me out. Yeah, they think, like, they're all just being weird. They're well, just yeah, And pulling. then the, the kid's mom comes over while they're talking to mm-hmm. each other. Uh, and she's like, I need to, you know, have you seen my kids? Yeah, yeah. And the couple are like, they're right <laughs> here. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> are you messing with us? Yeah. And they're and like, this yeah, is, we got to get out of here. This is when we see, finally, like, the kid's way taller. The suit is, like, shrunk on him and stuff. He looks real weird. Yeah, homegirl's, homegirl's bathing suit's tight on her. And I'm like, oh, God. I wasn't going to point it out, but yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like... Hard to not notice. Mm. Uh, and the the kid is like, "Mommy," <laughs> he goes and like yeah. hugs her, and he like it's straight up like face to face hug. Like they're you know that's how tall he is. Uh, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then the dad comes over, and the girl goes and hugs the dad. And the dad's like, "What the fuck?" You know. Uh, I was looking at the cast, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I looked it up. Uh, Homegirl's twenty one. Or 22, now she's born in 2000. That's playing the older sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. she, I think she was playing like a 13-year-old. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think the... Who was it? I forget how old Homeboy was. Um, I don't know. I don't like looking at that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, so anyway... Yeah, so they don't recognize anyone. Uh, as all this stuff is going down, mid-sized sedan decides to make a break for it. And so he goes running into that cave that the nurse tried to go in earlier. The doctor sees this happening and is like, no, you don't, you motherfucker, and goes running after him. I'm sure in his mind he said a much more racist version of that. And he was uh, running. Him racist? No. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes running after him, and then both of them get, like, deep in there. <laughs> and then... They start having the same thing the nurse had, and they black out, and they both wake up at the same time in the same spot outside of the cave. And mid-sized sedan like looks at the guy, and he's like, "You think I did that too?" You know. So now they're all like, "Okay, you know." Also, the the, the little girl that the hot mom had is grown up, and they're like, "Something's weird is going on." So the I believe it's the doctor husband is the one who's like, all right, well, let's all try to find a different way off the beach, group up in pairs, so if you black out, there's someone with you, and we'll try to figure a way out of here, you know? Uh, and so they all turn to leave, and it cuts to black, and then they all wake up <laughs> in the right back yeah. on the beach in the same spot, which I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is going on, you know? So they're, they're planning. Uh, the nurse... Dude is like, does anyone think they can swim against the current a hundred yards to then go around the curve and hope you? Yeah, can that find... shit looked impossible. Yeah, like it was, over. it was some rough surf. Like it was giant waves and stuff. Uh, it was yeah, um, and everyone was kind of like, you know, no or whatever. Uh, 
So then, as they're having another meeting, uh, the doctor pulls out this little pocket knife he has, real casual, walks over to mid-sized sedan, and just goes... <laughs> and just like, yeah, slice. And then he's like, "Oh, sorry, I thought he was trying to attack me." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, like what?" Yeah, he's like, "Can I, can I see it?" You know, and Midsize stands like, "Oh, fuck." Um, and so finally, he pulls his hand away, and the cut is healed. It still has a scar, but it's not bleeding anymore. And so that's the first instance of like, "Oh shit," the what you the know fuck? the yeah the cuts are healing real fast and stuff. Um. Miss Side Sedan then proceeds to talk about how he just came here because he needed a vacation to reconnect with Earth because him and the girl that's dead uh, had just both been diagnosed with MS. Um, and, you know, they he just wanted to breathe, you know, get back to... Or In what, a way. What he, he wanted to remember that he was connected to a bigger purpose or something I like that. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, and so that was the first instance of, then I was like, oh, shit, because then you remember the mom and them, something's going on medically with them, and it's like, I was like, damn, do they have MS too? I thought this was going to be like an MS movie. An <laughs> <laughs> MS movie. But, yeah, but so that little nugget is planted. Then right after that, uh, the hot mom had a uh, little uh, Winn-Dixie dog with her. Uh, that I, I didn't mention because it doesn't play any part in the movie until right now, where then randomly, I don't remember who it is, just goes, oh no, the dog's dead. The dog's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, you hear it in the back. Yeah. Like, and hey, then, the dog's dead. The one <laughs> Wait, guy, what? yeah, the one guy's like, it was alive, and then it was dead. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how that works. But so the dog's dead. Um... This is when, after this, the kids are rocking a new pair of swimsuits, both of them. And I was like, where did they get these new swimsuits, I was, you know? Yeah, I was questioning it myself. Yeah. In case, we haven't mentioned it, but you probably fit the other little girl of the hot mom. She's also grown up at this point. Um, the fucking Instagram yeah. influencer mom. Yeah. They, uh, also, the food, uh, then you start to realize is because these kids are growing rapidly. So they're just... Pulling. They're eating a lot of yeah. food. Yeah. And if you notice, it didn't really register with me at first, but um, the food is like in those dry lock bags or whatever, like made to survive. Like MREs. Yeah. And then look, it was like, oh, yeah, because it would just fucking expire if it wasn't. It would. Um, I was, yeah, I was thinking when I first saw the baskets of food, I was like, Already, I've, I've watched the trailer, so mm -hmm. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I kind of wish going into it that you didn't know, like, time was speeding up or whatever, you know? Yeah. Even though I think you probably could have figured out pretty quick that that was what was going on. But knowing that, it did have a little bit of, like, okay, well, we know that that's why the cut healed so fast and, you know. Yeah. What I was saying, uh, when I first saw the food, I was like, isn't it just going to, like, decay? Yeah. In, like, the first, like, couple hours. Uh-huh. But for some reason, it... Like, homegirl pulls, like, pasta salad out yeah. with her hand and <laughs> takes a handful and eats it. Uh-huh. I'm like, that shit's watery as fuck. Water. Like, it would have... <laughs> like, if it was an MRE, it would have been, you know, dry or whatever. Mm -hmm. It would have lasted. But I'm like... Like, maybe it's, like, a lead-lined bag? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand how that works. I was like, you were like... 
as I was saying, if you would shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was talking. Uh, yeah, the food was a weird thing for me. Yeah. So then, once again, they're, they're, we see, you know, the kids are eating. Everyone's trying to think of a way to get out of here again. Um, and then the mom, who was in the process of this divorce with her husband, is like, oh, I feel lightheaded, you know? And they're like, oh, what, what's going on? And then she's like, uh, she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. And she doesn't want to say it. And then finally the dad goes, she has a tumor. And they're like, whoa. And so now we know what the medical thing was. His mom has a tumor. Um, but he says that they, the doctors had said it was like minuscule, like it had just started or something. There was minuscule. Uh, I the term for it, but... um. Uh, shit. I can't remember the name. <laughs> it's, n- like, not life-threatening. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, someone comments. <laughs> tell, tell yeah, us. I forget the fucking word. Non-obtrusive. Or yeah. What the fuck is it called? But the, uh, the nurse is like, well, can I feel it? And so he goes over, and he's like, holy shit, it's like the size of a golf ball, you know? And they're like, what? And then she like passes invasive, she, okay, non-invasive. Um, maybe that's not it. That's a yeah. <laughs> she like faints or whatever, and so then the doctor comes over, and he feels it, and he goes, uh, he goes, it's the size of a fucking softball, and so this yeah. thing is just growing rapidly. So they're like, hey, we need to cut this thing out of her. She's gonna die if we don't, you know. And so the dad is like, I don't want to make this decision. He's like, this is, you know, beyond me. But finally, he's like, okay, just do it, you know? So the, the doctor has his little pocket knife. Uh, the uh, Benign. Benign. benign the that's it, yeah. The nurse's wife has, like, a little stitching thing so they can sew it up. Um, and uh, they have some alcohol to sterilize it and all this stuff. So they're like, all right, let's do it. So then, this was uh, I, this was one of my favorite moments. Is the doctor's like, "All right, let's do it," and he's right at like I think his knife is touching skin, and he's right about to cut, and you can see the tumor. It's like uh, making an indention in her stomach, and then right as he's about to cut, he goes, "Did you guys know that Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando <laughs> made a movie together?" What was the name of that movie? And his wife goes, oh, no. <laughs> and, um. Yeah, it caught me off guard. I was like, yeah. Oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, just give me a moment. I can think of it, you know. And they were like, what's going on? And they were like, and the wife was like, nothing. Uh, and that was when you're like, okay, well, the, we know the two people before had MS. We know the wife has a tumor. We know the white, the other girl has seizures. Then I just realized also that the uh, Instagram mom has a calcium issue. Uh, and so then it would make sense that something's wrong with this guy. Um, I'm not really sure what they, they said what it was. Um, what the fuck did he have? Onset dementia. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, dementia's a son of a bitch, by the way. Fuck fuck dementia guys (laughs) Um, but anyway and so finally he's like uh you know never mind and he cuts her and it goes down her stomach and then immediately it heals up 
And it was like, oh, and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I didn't even think about because then right after it, the nurse was like, well, we'll just put our fingers in and, you know, keep it open. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's smart. As it happened, I was like, oh, they're just not going to be able to do it. They're just going to keep cutting. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. And I was like, even if you did, like, spread it apart, I feel like it just healed, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it starts to because then they do that. And as they're holding their fingers the guy goes it's healing in between our fingers or whatever so they have to try to close their fingers and they so the nurse and the husband hold it open and the uh, doctor is able to get the tumor out and pull it out the cut heals itself again and then a couple seconds go by and uh the wife wakes up and she's like i i feel great you know uh they and, take the the tumor out and they're like it's the size of a cantaloupe cantaloupe by <laughs> like, the time oh, they get it out damn. yeah um it was insane so then i fucking scrolled down on my notes on accident oh so then uh that happened people are like stuff's getting really weird um mid-sized sedan goes to look at the dead girl on the beach and it's like as he gets to her you just hear like a and just bones and stuff and he's like oh shit he's like y'all come look at this and they go over and this girl is like a skeleton she's just a straight up like decomposed the mom with the tumor is a uh archaeologist and they're like how long does it take to do this and so she says that if it's an exposed body like this it takes at least seven years to decompose the fully no skin just bones and all this stuff so she says it takes seven years to do that, and we've been on this beach for three hours. So that's yep. your first, like, you can do the math on what the... Uh, what do they say? It's like every 60 minutes is two hours is how they put it or something like that. Um, yeah, some close... or th Every 30 minutes is like a year or some shit. Yeah. Uh, so now the kids are even older at this point. This is when Alex Wolf shows up to play the son... Uh, the girl is played by whoever she's played as. Sorry, I look her up. And then the uh, the Instagram daughter is someone else too. Um, they come. They they start doing math. They figure out that a full day on this beach is basically a lifetime. Like it's a after a day, everyone should be dead if the years keep playing how they are. Uh, yeah, I think they said every like twenty four hours is yeah fifty years. The nurse is like, the nurse then starts to talk about stuff that was way out of my mental capacity, which he's like, well, we're in this high pressure, like, thing, and it's... Uh, if, uh, roll the clip. Roll the clip. <laughs> and, but, so basically he's saying every time they've tried to go through the cave, they've been leaving the pressure too fast. It's like if you're scuba diving, you have to come up real slow. You can't just go up or else you fucking die they have to acclimate back to yeah. the original so he says we could probably get out through the cave if we took like step step you know he's like it might take us eight hours so he's like we could probably do it but who's ready to you know give up 20 years of their life trying to get through this cave and no one really wants to do that you know so they start I understand like it's i do that or die so like why not do well that? At that point, they didn't know that there was no other way out, basically. Yeah. You know? Now, if they, they could fast forward and see how it was going to play out, then I'm sure some of them would probably be, all right, let's fucking, you know, go through the cave. Uh, 
but they don't feel like giving up that much of their lives. So they start looking at this, the cliff that is, uh, you know, they start looking at the cliff that's next to the beach and Alex Wolf is like, I could probably climb up it, you know? And they're like, no, you're not climbing up the fucking thing. Right. So everyone is, is having this whole, you know, debacle, uh, we go to like a scene with Alex Wolf and Instagram daughter's uh, kid laying side by side, and they're like real close to each other. And Alex Wolf like has his arm over her waist, and they're talking about all these changes that are happening to him and all this shit. And she's like, you know, I'm not that afraid, you know, when I'm with you or whatever. Uh, and then we don't see him for a while, and then the next time we see them. They're like, hey, where are the kids at? And then Alex Wolf's like, hey, mom, we're over here. And he comes walking with the girl, and she is pregnant. <laughs> and, and at first, I was just like, maybe that's because she aged and it and she got pregnant. And then I was like, oh no, those kids boned when they were in the yeah, that cave, didn't they? They were well, no, they were in a tent on the beach. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they definitely they yeah they did the they did the thing. Uh, which is weird because I get they're saying they came to this thing too where their cells were aging but their brains were staying the same but then that kind of seemed to go out the window at some point in the movie because like yeah. the kids would grow but they were still kids but they were acting like kids but no their their brains caught up yeah um also can I just say that later they try to make them look older but I feel like the adults should have aged more you know, like they, cause these kids now are like in their twenties and the adults just have like some extra wrinkles or extra something. Extra wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought there they wasn't any like gray hair or nothing. No gray hair. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, Oh no, they explained that. Remember they, um, they said the reason their hair and their nails weren't growing at the same rate is because the cells are already dead. Mm. Um, so they, yeah, they didn't have like a sped up process. Okay. I forgot they mentioned that. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, the, the, the kid's pregnant. That sounds terrible to say. Uh, the nurse. <laughs> the little girl's pregnant. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> are those sirens that I hear? Yeah. Are? Jared. FBI. Jared, oh. Open up. <laughs> oh, I think I'm good. Yeah. The nurse is like, just looking at her. She is like five months pregnant. And, uh, and meanwhile, the doctor is still like, what was the fucking name of that movie? <laughs> he is trying to, what was the name of that movie, Tom? Uh, I had looked it up. I don't remember. What Bastard. was the name of the movie? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so it goes from like, she's five months pregnant to then the guy is like, hey, at this rate, she's only going to be pregnant for, like, 13 more minutes. Uh, and it goes straight into labor. And she's... Wait. Yeah, so she's in labor. She's on the ground. The camera starts doing this where it's just, like... it. It's filmed kind of like a one-shot, but it's zooming in and out to different conversations and what pe different people are doing. The Alex Wolf is yelling at his parents that him and that girl are going to get married. They're never going to yell at each other. They're going to stay married. They're not going to get divorced. You know, all this stuff. Um, 
the the and everyone it's just freaking out and i i was like watching this and i was like this is stressful <laughs> i was like this is a lot going on there was a man. lot going on in the scene um and finally as they're off in the distance we hear the baby is born and it starts crying and they're like oh the baby and they go running over and by the time they get to the baby and get him on a blanket the baby has died from lack of attention Whatever the fuck that means. Well, it's it's apparently it's I've read the lack of attention is a real thing. Like babies have to have so much attention in a, in such a span of time, or else they fucking die. Sounds um, like some bitch ass babies <laughs> grow up. I I can't remember what the experiment was, but they wanted to do an experiment to see like what the difference would be between kids who their whole li- like childhood or like given everything and they're doing or kids who literally all they're given is no human contact and like uh just enough food to survive and they tried running the test and all the babies died from lack of attention so uh but yeah so that's a real shit lack of attention but the baby's dead and they're like it stood no fucking chance you know um the uh then randomly I don't remember who she was talking to, but the Instagram wife starts telling a story about when she was in school, there was this ugly kid named, yeah, like Giuseppe, Giuseppe. uh, that she used to date or like, um, but she's like, there's no reason we should have been together, like, you know, but I still think about him a lot. And I remember she told that story, and I was like, if fucking Giuseppe ends up being the main villain of the movie. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, she says that. There's dogs barking in my house. And then dogs it goes barking. Yeah, it goes straight from that over to a scene of the doctor jumping on midsize sedan and just stabbing him to death. Stab the fuck. And so who was yeah, the epileptic girl was epileptic just, was like, ah, ah. She was screaming bloody yeah. murder, dude. Yeah. Uh and I was like, holy shit, what's going on, you know? And this is the moment where I said he starts talking about he was going to break into my house and steal <laughs> my clothes. Uh, and, uh, and he's not a good look. Not a not good a look. Good look. Um, he stabs the guy. Schizophrenic or not. Yeah, he stabs the guy to death. They get the knife away from him. Or no, he goes running off like into that cave again and he stops. He doesn't go all the way in. And they go over and they're able to like talk him down. And they're like, hey, give us the knife, buddy, you know? Yeah, just give me that real quick. Yeah, so they get the knife. They're like, all right, let's keep him over here, you know? Uh, they leave him. They go back to the beach. And finally, the nurse is like, hey, I was a swimmer in high school. He's like, I should be fine. I'm going to swim to go around the corner. So uh, he kisses his epileptic wife. And he's like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Keep saying she's epileptic. Yeah. And, little seizure uh, girl. A little seizure girl. <laughs> <laughs> little seizures. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he goes. He goes Big swimming Jesus. out. Terrible. He goes swimming out. Um. Then they like go around in a circle talking about how every one of them has like an illness or whatever which we've kind of already yeah. figured out besides the kids obviously besides the kids um yeah but they they go through all this shit where like they got their invitation in the mail or something like that 
like the way that the resort brought them here made it to where it could look like they never even left their house. So basically, yeah, they had their their um, passports and mm-hmm. they were invited in like weird ways. Like they didn't just happen upon it or find it themselves. Yeah, like they were invited in like sneaky ways to make it look like it was their idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so ba- the resort is covering its tracks. It's like these people aren't just going missing. They can make it look like they're still around, you know. Uh, the daughter goes swimming. The the divorcee family daughter. She goes swimming into the uh, the the water, and the nurse dude washes up behind her, and they come to the conclusion that he blacked out while he was swimming and he drowned. So he's dead. Yeah, that's what I figured. Him and um, homegirl from the beginning, how she died. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. They blacked out. I wonder how did that guy live for so long? Because you the think... one that he just sat on the beach. Well, yeah, but. I don't know what time that was that we saw that, but let's say it was... It was like that night. Yeah, but then this was this morning that they showed up, and he was still, like, around, you know? Like, wouldn't he be older or be able to go, hey, something's going on here? <laughs> yeah, uh... I feel like it It could have been, like, early that morning, right? It could, that's what I'm, like, it, it was, could have okay, been, like, so six or seven. Yeah. All we know is it was dark when they got there, a homegirl got naked and jumped in the water. Uh-huh. So dark could mean that night before or early morning that day. Yeah. And then that's when the other people showed up. So I'm just going to keep it. Because he's not, like, they said 50 years is 24 hours, so. It could have been, like, three or four. Uh-huh. Hours before they got there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I assume because I was like, how's this guy not fucking dead, you know? And it's weird, though, because they never really explain. So Homegirl jumps in the water and starts swimming. Uh-huh. And if it was three or four hours, Homeboy was just sitting on the on the sand. Yeah. Waiting for Homegirl to come back. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Um... So anyway, they find the the dead nurse. We go to a scene where the Instagram model's daughter is still carrying around the dead baby, who at this point, as she's walking, yeah, you can hear it's just bones clacking around in the the thing. I think it's even turning to dust, because she, like, moves it at one point. Um, The dad comes over, the son, and... Is like, hey, we need to put him to rest now. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, hands him the, the towel because they never show a dead baby. Fucking mm-hmm. pussies. Pussies. Um, <laughs> and as he like takes the towel, and goes to like put it down, like dust falls out, and yeah. I was like, oh I was god, like, god damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they bury the dead baby, and then the girl goes to the cliff, and she's like, I'm finding a way out here. So she starts climbing the cliff. He's like, hey, don't, you know, you're going to fucking slip or black out or something. She's like, no, I'm getting out here. And so she goes and she gets pretty high to the point that even like the divorcee dad is like, well, she gets that ledge. She might have a chance, you know, but she keeps climbing and eventually you see her start to like rock and they're like, oh shit, she's blacking out and she falls to her death. And that was the moment that I wish it was rated R just to have a gnarly fucking 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, to be fair, it was like a straight drop down to sand. So yeah. you want to get like a splat. Yeah. But, but they, they did show the one thing head. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing's coming up that was fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, so she falls to her death. She's dead. Seizure girl is now like, I'm going to swim out with these pool noodles. So even if I black out, I won't drown. I'll just keep floating, you know. But before she can do that, this was fucked. Is because she gets stuck in an endless loop of starting and stopping a seizure. So she'll like shake and then she'll stop and then just start right back up. And eventually her mouth starts foaming. And oh, she, is that what happened? Yeah, she, they're like. I feel like it was just one seizure and she just dies. No, because the the guy is like she, she keeps starting and stopping or whatever. And so I was like, oh shit, it, it could have been one long one. But from what that guy said, it sounded like it was like an endless cycle of never because time, you know, it wasn't like there was time in between each seizure. So seizure girl dies now. Um, the dad then at this point starts to like look around and um and his eyes start getting blurry and it was like oh shit homie's going fucking blind you know yeah uh and then the wife is like she you could see her listening deaf or something and yeah yeah, one ear starts going deaf and she's like oh fuck yeah uh and and so they're aging more and more um also i it's already happened at this point or no it happens later i'm sorry i'll get to it in a second but so then the uh instagram wife goes and like picks up this mirror and looks at herself and she's falling apart and she looks at her back and her back is she's a hunchback at this point and she has one of my favorite lines, and she goes, Ah, I need my calcium. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And I thought she was just being a bitch at breakfast, but it turns out like, she has yeah, this she... actual calcium problem where bones get real brittle and all this stuff. Um, the dad, we then go to the scene, and the dad's talking to the mom. Uh, and this was a fucking sad scene where he's talking to the mom, and he goes, uh, I accidentally saw your text one day. I was like, oh, no. As soon as he said it. And he was like, he was like, I'm not even really mad that you did it. I just, like, the guy you chose sucks. Like, he's like, you deserve so much better, you know? Yeah. He's like, he says romantic. Yeah, he says romantic stuff. Women ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) And even, like, he's like, he's like, I should have brought it up then, but... I'm I'm too much of a pussy. I like I uh, my whole yeah, life. Yeah, he been says like this. he like yeah runs away from yeah conflict or whatever. And I was and that that scene was really well done. I was like, God damn, like it was this good. this whole the story with the mom and the dad I thought was well done in this movie. Um, this is when the part happens I thought I missed, which is we go back to Alex Wolf and he's talking to his sister. And he points up to the glint again, and he figures out that's a camera. He's like, "There, someone's recording us. Which he says that, uh, but you see, like, a guy standing there, and I was like, it's clearly M. Night Shyamalan. Like, <laughs> it's the bus driver. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, so, after that scene, it's getting nighttime again. This is when the parents finally start to look like they're showing some age. Like, the mom's got wrinkles. 
their hair looks a little more uh, scraggly. Um, the parents are, they're all like, uh, the pa- or the parents are sitting by a campfire or whatever. And as they're sitting there, they heart- start hearing like a, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and the dad yeah. is like, who is that out there? Even though I was like, well, there's only one other guy on the beach and it's clearly a guy's voice. And so out of the darkness and the dad can't see because his eyes are all blurry. Uh, the doctor comes crawling. <laughs> like he was fucking crawling. Yeah. And it, it freaked me out. Yeah, I was, was like, creepy. what the fuck? He comes crawling and has a knife and starts like slashing at them. And he's just spouting gibberish about like, you're looking at my wife and you know, stuff like that. So he's cutting the guy and it's like, it's messed up because the guy gets cut, but then it just instantly heals. Heals. So yeah. he's getting cut. The wife even comes in and like shields him and takes some slashes to the back. And gets cut up. Um, but he's still slashing. And eventually the wife is like. I'm going to go get help or something. And she leaves. And the dude is still getting slashed. He can't see. He's like just tell me where the knife is. Because he, he he's just going to try to take it from him. Uh, but he can't see him. So she goes running off. We go to a scene of the kids wandering into the cave again. And as they're there. They hear like a. Ah, and they're like what the fuck is that. And then they light a candle, and it's the Instagram wife. It's a match. They had a box of matches. Okay, yeah. Uh, and the Instagram wife is like, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm hideous, you know? She has, like, these ro- like long robes on or whatever, and she's, yeah, like, covering herself. she looks like a them. witch. Like uh, She does. That shit was scurry. And so she's, like, throwing these rocks at them, and they keep lighting a match, and finally they light a match, and she picks up a big rock to throw at them. But she drops it, and it hits her arm and just snaps it. And her arm is, like, all twisted up like this and shit for the rest of it. And she's like, my arm. And she goes chasing after them. And as she's trying to crawl out, her arm, like, hits the roof. And she's like, ah. And then she goes to move her other arm and snaps her other arm. And uh, I will admit, Maverick, when we get to best of worst of, this is probably going to be my worst of, is the lady just starts thrashing around, hitting her legs and everything. And she turns into like a spider after you hit it with a shoe. And she's like, it just, yeah. it seemed ridiculous. Well, no, the, so the two kids, the brother and the sister, run away from this chick. And they run into like a, a tiny, like you can almost only crawl into a cave inside uh-huh. the, the bigger cave. So they're stuck at the end of it, and homegirl's still chasing them. She had dropped that rock on her arm, and it broke it. Uh-huh. But then it healed. So it healed broken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then she starts crawling the cave, and she has, like, no calcium in her bones, so they're weak. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, hitting her arms against this tiny cave that you can only crawl into. Yeah. And it's breaking and then healing, and then she keeps hitting it and breaking and healing. Yeah. And, like, it gets to that point where I, I don't even know if you could show that on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, if you want to risk it. But, yeah, she she's, like, pretzeled. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, all fucked up. Yeah, there's something. It just seemed, like, I don't know, out of place in the movie for me. I don't know what it was about it, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't like it. The uh, it um, it didn't make sense why she would because she wasn't schizophrenic, I don't think. No, it was just like maybe her, like, uh, why would she chase just shallowness? Like, like, I'm ugly now or something, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, but anyway, so she dies. Uh, 
Then we go back to the guy who's still just slashing away at this uh, husband. And the mom comes running back and slashes him on the arm with one of the rusty knives that the kids have found earlier. And she is able to go, hey, that's rusty. It acts immediately as a poison once it enters the bloodstream. And since time is big, you see it just travel up his whole body. It was insane. And yeah, yeah it's like instant. And he... his, uh, his, his wound on his arm doesn't heal instantly. Mm-hmm. And you get like this black blood that comes from it and he's looking at it like what the fuck mm-hmm. and then she's like yeah that's rust yeah Fucking, <laughs> yeah good luck with that and, and he just turned like he just starts i don't even it know was how to just, it was crazy um and so he dies uh and finally we're down to just the family we started with at the beginning of the movie and they're all that's left and this is when the daughter starts to sing a song for her mom and I was like, oh, yeah, remember that fucking line where she was like, maybe when you're older, you'll sing for me, you know? And I was like, damn, that's fucked. Uh, the dad is talking to the mom again, and he's like, you know what? I can't even remember what we were fighting about. He's like, I don't want to fight with you. And then he's like, why are we Why are we trying to re- leave this beach? It's so beautiful out here, you know? Um, and, like, a second after he says that, he falls over backwards, and the dad dies of just regular old age uh and the kids are like you know oh fuck dad and then the mom gets up right after it and starts to walk towards the water and she falls down as she's walking towards the water and the mom dies as well of old age and so now all that's left is the kids who uh the next time we see them it's morning time and the guy he says at the end uh they're like 50 years old at this point uh and they're they're like uh i think the the daughter is like well the way i i got it calculated we got like 13 more minutes or something before we're dead which doesn't really make hours oh hours is that what's okay because i was about to say it doesn't really make sense now think about that he was 50 and they only had you know but uh but so they're like should we try to get out of here and the guy's like i guess uh, but first, let's make a sandcastle. <laughs> so they go. Yeah, that shit was weird. I was like, why? Yeah. They start. Well, the the only reason I can think is because the book that it's based off of is called Sandcastle. So I was like, maybe. That's, ah, nice little know, throwback. Nice little throwback. So they're making a sandcastle. The kid starts talking about you know because he he's a real big decoder. He likes to make you know get these codes and decode them or whatever. Uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him, him and that little boy the friend from earlier that the uncle friend from resort. earlier um were when they were playing together they were they would write out these messages and decode them yeah so they had they had traded messages yeah um and he had yet to decode the one he gave them yeah he hadn't been able to decode his friends his that he had got earlier it was like a ice cream marathon in the more buffet in the morning or whatever uh and so he hadn't decoded his friends yet and so finally he's like all right let me try the word and so he's working on it and then he gets it and the sister's like what is it and he shows her and it says uh, my uncle doesn't like the coral and they look over and this is the first time it's ever been pointed out in the movie and there's just this coral reef <laughs> like like yeah, a couple just yards a coral reef just chilling yeah and i was like all right well that 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 came out of nowhere um which the whole time i was waiting because i was like 
I was like, that kid has to be involved in the story somehow. I was like, how is this kid going to come back? So they come to the conclusion that maybe the coral, uh, you know, protects them from the effects of the beach. So they go swimming out. They swim down into the coral uh, reef. And as they're swimming, the sister gets like her little jacket. What would you call it? A frock? Is that the name of it? It's one of them light jackets you see ladies wearing on the beach. I don't know what she... Yeah, but it gets caught on a piece of coral. Uh, the brother comes back to try to get it off of her. And the last thing we see is them like struggling. And it looks like they're not going to be able to do it. And then it cuts to black. And we go. And sure enough, it is M. Night Shyamalan, the bus driver, who is filming them up on the corner. Up on the hill where we saw those glares. Yeah. He calls down the base camp. And he says, uh, you know, they drowned. Uh, the guy's like, are you sure? We don't need another incident like last year. And I was like, ooh, what's that supposed to mean? Because M. Night recently has, like, started connecting a lot of his movies. And I was like, is this going to be connected to something? But I'm not sure if it, it is. Well, he said, um, he said that one, that person ended up drowning, too, so. Okay. Yeah, it's not like anything happened. Um, and so he's like, yeah, they're, they're dead, you know? So he loads the van back up. He drives back to base. Uh, as he gets there, we see the uncle who runs the resort. We see like the receptionist lady who greeted them when they came in and all this stuff. And they're, they're scientists and they're spraying all this shit on plants. They're doing all this stuff. And they're, it's, it's one of the things where they're not good people, but I guess they're trying to do good stuff because their whole mission is these are experiments. This is like experiment 49 or something. So it was in the 70s. Was it? 70 okay. something, yeah. yeah. And they get 76, these 76 I think. They get these people with these illnesses that are very, you know, uh uh deadly and there's not like no, there's no like cures cure. for yeah. it. Yeah. And instead of, you know, doing years of research, they've concocted this beach where years can play out in a day that you can test all these, you know, this stuff. And they're coming up with all these medicines. Granted, uh, I'm not really sure how they were getting the medicines from this stuff. I, he explains it, but I was like... Uh, yeah, well, no, they were making... The, so the beach was always there. They just yeah. found it. But yeah, they'd make medicine, give it to these people. Because they, they started talking about how the they cured or kept that lady's epilepsy at bay for however long she looked they 20 said, something they said, years or whatever yeah they said eight hours but on the beach it would have been like yeah 20 yeah no i think they said 16 years it would have been equivalent to uh-huh maybe it's a, but, uh, do you think maybe it's in the drinks that they gave them at breakfast yeah that's what they said was it they okay said it's in the, well i figured so out all about us <laughs> <laughs> when they first got there they give them drinks uh-huh. And it's specially concocted for them. Okay. For their illness, but they don't know that. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's their whole okay. gist is... Yeah. They're tr- yeah, they're using the beach to fast forward their mm-hmm. uh, medical um, yeah. cures. So, I guess that's the big twist in the movie. M. Night, you know, it's all, what's a twist, you know? Uh, so, yeah, they're they're... It blurs the lines of what's good for, you know, uh, life. Yeah. I could see people doing that if this oh, was, yeah. like, a real scenario. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
So then we go back to the resort. Uh, new people are arriving to be the next experiment. We go back and we see the kid uh, friend and the uncle is talking to him and he's like, hey, uh, you can only talk to people who I say you can talk to or whatever. So he's like, those kids over there are nice. You can go talk to them. He tells them not to ask questions either. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that's not weird. So then it cuts and we see uh, uh, the guy from earlier who, when you know it, it's the cop who, when the the little Alex Wolf was like, what are, what's your occupation? The guy was like, I'm a cop. And he's sitting there on his chair and uh, someone walks up to him and you don't see who it is, but you hear him go, hey, you're uh, whoever, right? You're like Jason. Uh, you're a cop, right? The guy's like, yeah. And then he hands him this book. Um, and it cuts away. We go to the people getting out of the van. And right as they're about to hand them these drinks that are the, the medicine drinks, Alex Wolf pops up. And he's like, I wouldn't do that if I was you. They're planning on killing, you know, all of you or whatever. Uh, and him and the sister show up and just start blowing the whistle in front of everyone. They start, you know, my name is so-and-so. I was six years old and I got here. Uh, they're blowing the whistle. We pan over. The cop has a book of all the names and all these people who were on the beach. Uh, he's calling like, you know, he's like, we got something big going on down here. Uh, and there's a shot of the, um, receptionist lady going and she sits on a chair or, uh, on the stairs and she takes this breath that clearly is like, all right, well, this is done. We're, we're all, you know, going to jail now or whatever. Uh, but yeah, he blow, they blow the whistle on everything. Um, we go back and we see that they're able to just break off that piece of cor coral they were about to drown on. And they're able to get out to the other side. And as they get on the other side, fish swim up to meet them. And so it's like, we're finally out. The fish are back. Uh, I didn't even see the fish. Yeah, the fish were a big part of the movie. but And then the movie ends with them on a helicopter on their way back to the U.S. Uh, or wherever they lived. And the guy's like, how, we're dropping you off where your aunt's going to meet you. How's she holding up? And he's like, how do you think she would hold up if a, her six-year-old nephew called and was a 50-year-old man, you know? Uh, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah, that was the end. That's the end of the movie. Um, this movie had a budget of $18 million. Golly. Made a box office of $90.1 million. Um, okay. Yeah. Which, you know, I think this movie did come out, like, still in that frame of global pandemic range. Or, you know, I thought it came out on HBO Max, but I was wrong. It didn't. I thought it, they're doing that nowadays, where they'll put it out in theaters and on, like, HBO Max or Disney yeah. Plus or whatever. It was definitely a weird year for movies in movie theaters mm -hmm. to come. Because, uh, to be fair, um, I, I did not see a lot of advertisements for movies. Like, uh, I don't watch TV, yeah. but, like, I watch a lot of YouTube, uh, -huh. uh, Facebook, you know, all the social medias, so. Yeah. Uh, there's really none that I can think of. Yeah. That, like, any movie that promoted real heavy that I remember. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely one that fell in the cracks. Yeah, oh, I remember when it, the, I wanted to see it, like, when the, I saw the commercials, I was like, god damn, what's this, what's going on over here, M. Night, you know? Uh, but I hadn't watched it until we did it for the, the cast. So uh, let's do best of, worst of. Uh, my best of, I think, is going to be the uh, the scene 
with the uh, girl in labor. And just, it was all, just everything was happening at once. People were yelling. It was just stressful. And I was like, holy shit, as it was happening. So uh, that's my best of. And worst of, uh, I think it's good. Some people might watch it, and this might be their best of. For me, it's the uh, pretzel girl dying in the fucking. Really? Yeah, I, so I didn't like it, the, the pretzel girl death. Um, but I can I, I understand that people disagree with that, but it wasn't for me in this movie. So, Maverick, what's your yeah. best of, worst of? Uh, best of is actually your worst of. Uh, oh like no! <laughs> yeah, I like the scene of uh, homegirl getting pretzeled in the fucking mm-hmm. cave, um, and of course I like the the also the tumor scene when they were cutting it out. That was pretty dope. That was good. Uh, worst of was the scene, uh, the ending with them in the helicopter. I feel like it didn't. It could have just ended right when. They blew the whistle. The, and that would have been it. I agree with you. I th- they didn't need that helicopter scene. They could have ended it when they were at the resort blowing the whistle. That it did yeah. seem weird that they. Came well, I back. mean, honestly, if we're being honest, it could have ended with them handing the book to the cop. If and they, that's why I thought dude, they were gonna roll credits. If they would have rolled credits on just the hand, you know, and you don't even see who it is, but you know that's what it was. I think I would have given this movie like an eight or something. Like yeah, it would have added a point. Ending. Yeah, I agree with you yeah. on that. But um Yeah, it didn't need that end. Yeah. Uh, it was just uh just a little too much. But yeah, this I mean it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um They definitely explained everything so you're not sitting here wondering mm-hmm. like why didn't they do this or that? Yeah. Um and I I thought it was kind of weird that they did the whole blackout thing like your head is spinning and you black out yeah i feel like that was just a, like a cheesy like hey let's, <laughs> you can't go back the way you came yeah so like sorry. they might as well just like put a pod around them like it worked better yeah put a fucking big fence uh-huh an electric fence yeah but no that was sarcastic right. don't actually do the electric <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, that's the end of uh, Old. Uh, next week, it's my pick. And we're going to be watching a movie that you might have seen before. Uh, that I've only seen once. I liked it when I saw it. And the reason I'm picking it is because it either has a sequel that is coming out or is out already. That I was like, well, we can't really cover that if we haven't watched the first one. So uh, next week, we'll be checking out uh, Don't Breathe from... 2016 or whatever okay uh yeah i wanted to watch that yeah so that'll be next week um but anyway oh now's the uh, rant portion that i promised oh, <laughs> at no. the beginning of this podcast uh spoiler warning ladies and gentlemen let's skip a couple minutes i'll i'll give you a, a thumbs up or something when we're but uh for the wheel of time uh-huh. Show Maverick, you watched the finale, right? Oh, was that the finale? That was the finale. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I watched it. That was the season finale. Um, boy, did I hate that fucking show with my guts. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> what? Let me tell you. So Maverick didn't read the books, 
So the maybe this is just because I read the books and I know what's supposed to happen. Uh, you know? Thomas put me onto this. He yeah. was like, "Hey, I read the books," and I was like, "Good for you." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i want you to watch it too and i was like so i could have okay. an outside pers- yeah <laughs> okay. on how they made watch the show so to me it was like they were like hey you know these books that people like that we're gonna make a show out of let's not do anything that they did in the books and let's just do our own like fan fiction version of these people and like it seemed to me they had like seven fake out deaths it might have been just two uh in the show but they killed lan and then they brought him back. And then that last episode, they killed Naviv. And then I guess Egwene healed her or something. Yeah. And brought her back. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "This didn't. <laughs> this didn't happen." Well, uh, they had homegirl that could tell the future. Yeah. Like saw her death, and I yeah. was like, "Well, you just spoiled it." And then I was like, "Well, I guess." And not. she, now yeah, and she, she goes, uh, "You know, everything I've seen always comes true, or whatever." Um. Yeah, and I saw when they showed that, I was like, I don't remember Navi. There's a part, I don't know if they're going to do it, but there's a part where uh, people die and Rand brought someone back. Um, and But I don't remember if it was Naviv. I don't remember who he brought back. But it's like they just gave that power to Egwene. Also, I don't think in the first book that Rand ever fought the Dark One. Uh, like... Rand didn't, they weren't like, you're the dragon, let's just go straight, just you. They, like, trained this motherfucker, you know? Like, they didn't <laughs> just walk it in. It did seem kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm the dragon, let's go fight the most powerful yeah. dude in the world. And I'm like, you're like 17, my guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there, some time. There is a corner of my mind that I seem to think that maybe he had an altercation with him in book one. But, like, I don't remember just a straight out fight like that. Well... Did they have, like, that pocket nuke that, like, the thousand fucking people channeled into? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they have a bunch of those that are, like, power power things where it helps do all this stuff. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. And then they get the... And Moraine, like, now she can't channel because the Dark One, like, blocked her. That shit didn't happen. <laughs> like, yeah, she did what she, the the other Aes Sedai did to the dude, right? That dude, yeah, the, they gentle the her or whatever. Or blocked gentle, her from the yeah. source. Yeah, and I was like, that didn't happen? What the fuck is this? Um, yeah, and, and Perrin was the worst fucking character. This motherfucker could not shut his mouth. He was just open mouth the whole time. I think they killed Loyal, the the giant or ogre or whatever. Uh, that motherfucker doesn't didn't die in the book like that. Like yeah, that, that seemed kind of like I was mad as fuck when they killed the, yeah. all the people in that room. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, fucking Matt, Matt, <laughs> don't even get me started on Matt, dude. <laughs> Matt is like so cool in the books, and like. Book one, he got so earlier in the show, he had that dagger and he started going crazy or whatever. Book one, there's a lot of that where he's going crazy, but Matt's all over like book one and book two. And they, homie, <laughs> homie left, he kind of just disappeared. Yeah. And then he has the nerve to show up at the end of the episode, just like looking at a tower, <laughs> like somewhere. I yeah. think he went back to 
Shadoth Logath or whatever, the dark city where he found that dagger. I think that's where he was at. But, uh, but I was he like... He seemed like decrepit. Yeah, I was well, like, when what they, are they when doing? When they were, when they were like, talking at the end of that episode and they showed him, mm-hmm. they were like, well, you need dark because if yeah. you don't have light if you don't have dark and you need a balance. Yeah. So they were saying all five of you are connected and like uh-huh. some of you are going to be light, but that means some of you are going to be dark. And then it showed him and I was like, oh, fuck. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And I like I hated like uh, almost all of the casting. I, uh, like uh, I, don't know. I, I did know. think I did think the guy they got to play the dark one did a pretty good job in his role with his one episode or whatever. Um, and that guy who uh, was the uh, peddler or whatever in the first episode, and then he shows up and he's evil in that last episode, the black dude who was on the throne, and he's like, you guys are Tavine, you're all connected or whatever. I think he did pretty good with his role. Moraine I thought was good. Rand was bleh. He was all right, I guess. Perrin is absolutely terrible. Which uh, one's Perrin? Perrin is the big guy who killed his wife in episode one. And he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he's pretty shit. Yeah. He's a big goob. Egwene is alright, I guess. Uh, Naviv, I like Naviv. Lan, that's not how I saw him, but Lan's alright. He's a little more comical, like, in the show. He's a lot more uh, stone face in the book. Um, Anyway, I I hated it. Um, So... Let's see what season two. <laughs> I don't know if they. When is it coming out? I don't know. I assume they're gonna do it just because they spent so much money making this one. I feel like they're gonna be like, and it's well, Amazon exclusive, right? Amazon exclusive. Yeah, um, they got plenty of money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe Even they just they killed fucking. Oh no, that was Netflix. They killed Cowboy Bebop. They, which I, they I watched the first season. Cowboy Bebop, yeah. It was like I talked to my brother about it, and we were both like, "Yeah, it was decent." But we, yeah, I just started the anime, okay. So, or the American cartoon, I guess you would call it. Uh huh. Um, I'd consider it an anime. Yeah. Um, I don't think but, anyone would castrate you for calling it an anime. You know. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get one guy in the comments now. He's like, "How dare you call?" <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. But no, the first season was good. They definitely, they changed a whole lot. Uh-huh. Um, just I'm like four or five episodes in yeah uh to the anime uh and that's pretty much the whole first season of the netflix adaptation and they definitely changed a couple things but nothing like too major in uh, at least in my book Hmm. Um, um so what did you think of the first season wheels as someone who didn't read the books what do you think of the first? well i complained about the first couple episodes you did we agree. The episodes, all the episodes are slow as shit. Not a lot of action. Yeah. Then you get like I think there was like two episodes in the season that actually had action. Well, we both agreed episode four was the best, which was when, uh, you know, uh, Logan broke out of the thing and Naviv healed everyone and all that shit, and that was the best episode. Well, I, I'd probably put the last episode as the best, but oh, that yeah. was second. Yeah, for um, sure. And then there was that episode that opened up with Rand's mom, the ale woman or whatever, and she was killing everyone on the uh, the cliffside while she was yeah. giving birth. Yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, 
I that th- reminded me of like Game of Thrones shit. It looked really good. Yeah. Um Yeah. Episode one I thought was alright. They opened it up and with the troll lock attack at the end. And then episode four I liked. And then after that, I like I didn't really like you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. But anyway. Yeah, all right. read the book. Hey, that's the end of end of time. Wait. <laughs> we have time, <laughs> time spoilers. You can you can stop there. Now here's part two of the rant is can I just say can people that I've that can people chill the fuck out about what people go to see in the theater? Okay, Spider-Man comes out, makes all this fucking money, okay? All these people I follow on Twitter, and I'm going to say it's horror people mostly because that's who I follow, but they're not just horror. Like, they're film snob or film people, it right? They enjoy is. film. I saw something where the the person was like, y'all better show out to watch Scream the same way y'all showing out to watch fucking spider-man or different whatever. audience and they were talking about how nothing makes money at the theater if it doesn't have a marvel thing snap and i i, I was watching all these people and i was like can y'all just chill the fuck out like just let people watch fucking spider-man like y'all are the people who give bad names to people who like like s- pure cinema or whatever, whatever the fuck that means you know like uh I agree with Martin Scorsese. They love to bring him up how he is like uh, Marvel movies are just a carnival or a circus, you know. Uh, I agree with him. Like, they're not, pe- you know, like I'm going there for an enthralling story or something. I'm going there because it's Marvel. It's fun to watch a Marvel movie, you know. But yeah, people, well, especially the hype was real for that Spider-Man. Hype was real as fuck. Because Toby. Toby. That <laughs> was the whole Spider-Man. reason. Yeah, the whole reason this movie's about to make a trillion dollars, Toby. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, people just need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> Let people watch who they are. You know, it, it might suck that other movies at the theater aren't making as much as Spider-Man stuff. But the you thing can't is, blame that solely on yeah, and just because that movie isn't making as much money as Spider Man doesn't mean it's bad. Like, there's tons of movies that are good that didn't make a lot of money. Like, I, and it doesn't like the the money for the that movie doesn't end at movie theater. Yeah, it's going to DVD. It's going yeah. to whatever. Yeah, like, and uh, yeah, I don't know, but to, to everyone. Just chill out, all right. Just let people watch what they want to watch, okay? Um, let's see. Do I have a part three to the rant? I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Did you watch? Did you finish the Matrix, Maverick? I did not. It um. Where do you stop I at? Sh- Where did the internet cut out? <laughs> Spoiler oh, for the Matrix a little bit, maybe. If you don't want to spoil, you might just want to end it, guys. The, the thanks for watching. <laughs> but uh, but we're gonna continue talking about Matrix. So if you want to leave now. Now's your time. It uh, it ended. I want to say when they were gonna go save. He sees Homegirl in the motorcycle shop. Yeah. Um, turns out his psychiatrist Neil or Patrick whatever, Harris, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has like the slow, the bullet time. I think he called it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get into a fight. I think. Well, he tries to fight him, and the dude just, like, slows time. He's just like, uh. 
I can't remember what happened to that after that, so I think that's where it ended. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I watched it, and I think I told I was like, I was like, ah, oh, the first ten minutes aren't very great or whatever. Um, but I do think it did something cool with how Neo like is living in this other world where he's himself, but he's in someone else's body, and he's making a video game based on the other three mm-hmm. Matrix movies. Yeah, well, he's already made the the Matrix movie. Yeah, and the movie's a video game, so it's yeah. an actual real thing. It's just a video game. And they even add in a thing where they talk about, you know, we swore we never go back, but the studios wants us to make another Matrix. You know, yeah, they drop Warner Bros. Yeah, <laughs> we need a and um, so I thought that a was... sequel to the trilogy, and I was like, oh, fucking yeah. fourth wall, I see. And I I thought that was interesting, and. Um, as the movie went on, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like, uh, I liked it better than the third one. <laughs> so, like uh, this one, um, maybe it was under circumstance because we were. Uh, it was Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Christmas mm-hmm. Day. We're chilling. Uh, we're constantly getting up to like set up chairs and shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like ninety percent of the movie, we're sitting down watching it, but. Every now and again, we'd get up and do something. But uh, there was just a lot of action going on. A lot of action. And it was hard to follow. Yeah. And I look at um, my cousin's husband, who's also watched the other Matrix. Uh Uh-huh. And he was pointing shit out that I forgot. Yeah. Um, Well, there was a girl in the Naomi or whatever. And I was like, I don't remember who the fuck this is. She's old now. <laughs> yeah, was... that's um Jada Smith. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh okay. Yeah, um, and they even do a flashback and they show her from that whatever Matrix she was. Yeah, in to remember. make sure to, for you to be like, oh okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, um, you want to know when yeah, I was like, shit, yeah, going on when I was like, this movie shit is the very beginning when um Morpheus brings that girl into the bathroom and he's like, I did a lot of soul searching. And now I know, I'm Morpheus. And I was like, turn this movie off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. How dare he stood yeah. where homeboy stood. Um, also, but. the guy playing uh, Mr. Anderson, or not Mr. Anderson, Agent Smith, who is the business yeah. partner or whatever. That guy, I don't know if you've watched highlights or whatever, but that guy, straight up, the whole time I was watching, I was like, this character should be played by Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I couldn't get it out of my mind that that's who this should be. But it wasn't, and uh, which one's is Den? Which one's Dennis? Dennis is the uh, the one who's like it's about the implications, you know. Mm. Is that the one that's stupid or the one? No, that's the one who's like the leader of the gang. Oh, uh, why him? It, dude, if you would watch it and you know and you see him, it's straight like it even looks like him. I was like, it That's should be... That's D's brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you might He's not have known. noticed, but the guy who is Neo's friend, who goes to talk to Trinity in the bar form or what, or the coffee shop form, if you recognize that guy, it's because as soon as I saw him, I was like, what do I know him from? He's the chubby guy from that movie Haunt, with the uh, haunted house with the killer clowns or whatever. He's the guy that they stuck the hammer into his face and they peeled his face off. Did I watch that? You did. I don't remember watching that. That was the one where they have the clown mask on and then they take it off. They're like demons or whatever under it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. The Haunted House. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like I said. That movie, it was hard to follow. There was just so much shit going on and like. Yeah. And I even looked at Homeboy and I was like, yeah, this movie's going to get bad reviews. And he was like, yeah. It did. I saw people were like, this is terrible. But yeah, it's also, hard, it's just hard to follow. Like you need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's times. not. It's not a spoiler. I won't spoil how the movie ends. But at the ending, it's clearly like, oh, this is a setup for a new trilogy. Really? Like I was like, they're gonna make more of these, aren't they? Holy shit! And um, also, the movie does end, and they play the same song uh, from the first one, but this time it's the cover by this brass band. Who the only reason I know it is because this brass band. If you knew a couple months ago, their lead singer is a lady, and she got drunk and pulled a guy up on stage and pissed on his face on stage. No way! And that's the people they're singing the song at the end of the movie. I was like, "What? Holy shit! That's them? That's them?" So that band was like, "Why the fuck did you do? Like they were shitting on." Yeah, they were so like, bad. "Why did you do this?" Yeah. Well, she's known for doing not that, but yeah. doing like. It's like crazy shit on stage yeah and they were all on like twitter and shit like yeah she went too far this time guys we're sorry <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. but anyway all right thanks for watching thanks for listening to me rant about shit if you stuck around this long uh next week don't breathe i don't know if any overtimes coming out there might be so keep a lookout for that and uh, Maverick, do you have any last words for the people? You got to clean up glass after this. <laughs> we got a lot of glass to clean up. Yeah. It's sharp as fuck. Yeah. Kill me with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. See you next week. Bye. Later.